Good day, everybody. Welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, and as always, I am joined by my favorite friends, Samantha Tredelius and Jennifer Tavani. How are you, ladies? Good day. That's a new oh, intro. It's a, it's a good day. I'll tell you, because I know we, we post these in, in the morning, but not everybody's listening in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I am, I'm going to go with good day from good now day. on. So no matter what time of day you're listening to this, it's applicable. Love it. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Could say it with an accent too. Good day. I could. Okay. I'm going to work on that next. Start doing that. Um, so thank you for joining us. We're excited to have you here for 30 minutes of unedited girl talk. Uh, and we are joined today by Becky Lang. Good day, Becky. I almost said good evening because it isn't <laughs> but good day, yeah. Becky. Good, good day to you, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, So Becky is fitness pro extraordinaire, something that um, I oddly have always desired to be and never will be. I've fully accepted that. It's not my (laughs) calling. I I like to pretend it is, but it is not. Um, I I go through fits and starts. I didn't know that it was going to be my calling, but it became my calling. So, well, I think that is pretty cool uh, (laughs) because someone who who would like to hear that and didn't, Um, but you uh, are not from the Bay Area originally. You found yourself here uh, a handful of years ago. So give us a little background about, uh, I think you were in Chicago before you were here. So what brought you out here and and what sort of uh, got you where you are today? Sure. So um, I grew up in suburbs of Chicago and I lived in the city proper for, since I was 18, the second I was able to move to the city, I did. Um, And I did a lot of things there and I was dating a guy at the time and we were living together. We had dated for like two years and he broke up with me, which I didn't see coming. And I was like super in love with him. And then I was just like devastated and I was living with him still for like two weeks after we broke up. And it was just like, ew, that was weird. It was miserable. That that sounds super convenient. This was like, this was like the first time that I've ever been in like desperation, like get man back mode. And I was just like trying to convince him that to like love me and like we're meant to be together. And that's like, that's today. That's not me at all. But like thinking back at that time, I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I was like, don't, don't you just want to like go to the park and like rekindle and it just like stupid shit like that. And then when I was like, came to my senses, I like he went to work one day and I was like, I need to get out of here. So I like packed up all my stuff, didn't have any help. I had a pickup truck at the time, thank God. And I like moved all of my furniture out, went to my parents' house. I stayed there for like a month. And I was like, I do not want to find another apartment in Chicago. And so on a whim, I was like, I want to move to San Francisco, having never been here before. And I had a couple of friends that like weren't super close friends, but I had reached out to them and I applied for jobs. I flew out here. I had interviews. I had two interviews, literally two, one in Scotts Valley and one in Sausalito. And I ended up getting the job in Sausalito. Thank God I would not want to live in Santa Cruz, Scotts Valley. In hindsight, that was the right decision. Totally the right decision. So yeah, so I got the week that I came out here, I stayed with friends. I landed the job. I found an apartment. So this was pre like when everything blew up and everything became uber expensive. So I was able to find an apartment, flew back home, and then moved out here like um, uh, like two weeks later. I'm gonna put a little gold star by your name because to have that 
gumption, as we like to say, that word, um, is pretty amazing to like pack your shit up and move basically across the country, yeah. not knowing really anything, anyone, and just being like, I need a life change. I'm going to do it. And here it, I am. You know what? It's crazy too, because it's like, Thinking back, like at that time in my life and where I was at, that's totally not something that I would have done, but it was just like something that was like driving me to do it, that I was just like, I got to do this. I put it out there that I'm going to do this. I applied for jobs. I'm going to just make this happen. And I did. And I haven't looked back and it's been 12 years. So, well, you were already a woman that drove a pickup truck, which by the way, I think is already <laughs> like, that's, that's a great that's start. Gold star hot. That's a good start. Like- it was also a manual pickup truck, by the way. Oh, oh come on. on. There you go. Come on. Even yeah. more hot. Just aggressive. <laughs> Just absolutely aggressive. Which yeah. is a great segue into where you are now. Uh, how many years ago was that move? So I moved in 2009, so 12 years ago. Okay, so 12 years later, here yeah. we are yep. reinventing ourselves yet again. Yeah. Um, and... I, like this is I, I know you personally I've known you for I don't know four years now yeah. we uh stretch our bodies together you beat me up on a daily basis well not as much <laughs> as you used to um but Becky is a Pilates magician slash wizard slash goddess and um <laughs> she uh has really kind of redefined like who she is in the last 18 months is that how long it's been now since COVID oh. is it 18 months it feels like it on one hand, it feels like one month. On the other hand, it feels like 20 years. Yeah, it was March. It was, I know, right? It was March of 2020. Yeah. So we are 18, almost 19 months in. Ugh. Insane. So just let's just rip the Band-Aid off and just like tell us what that last 18 months has been like for you. Well, it was a total nightmare and like the worst year of my entire life. Um. So let's see all the horrible things that happened to me in the last year. <laughs> but, more, but more so like at the end of it, because we're going to talk about like. All right. Well, you, let's start with the bad. Know. Let's start with the bad and we'll work our way to the good. So um, at the beginning of 2020, pre-pandemic, before we even knew any of this was going to happen, I realized that I was not happy in my marriage and I decided to leave mid-February. So mid-February, I leave. I st- It was like such a like movie moment. I like stayed in a motel on Lombard Street for like a week, just like crying and like feeling sorry for myself and like drinking. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then I was like, well, I don't want to go back home. I obviously can't stay in this motel. So I got an Airbnb in Oakland. So this is still like mid-February, like as the pandemic starting to creep in. So I got a studio, like studio Airbnb in Oakland, stayed there until April. So I was there for about a month and a half. And this is all as the pandemic's going on. Yeah, that was rough. But like, it it was okay, because it was nice to be in my own spot. But emotionally, I was just a disaster. So going through a divorce, uh, found out my dog that my husband or my ex-husband and I share had, he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, my job as I knew it was non-existent. Um, yeah. And that was like my career. Right. So like, I'm just like panicking, like, what do I do? So I spent the bulk of 2020 doing zoom classes and I would teach like three to four zoom classes a day, which is insanely physical. And I was doing that all for a studio that I really thought that I cared about. And then, um, 
after the Airbnb, I had moved in with a roommate. So this was like a, a bright spot. Like I moved in with a roommate who I didn't even know in April of 2020. And she turned out to be the best roommate I could have ever possibly asked for. And she had a dog and it was just like a really great living situation to be in during the pandemic. So I am very thankful for that. And she like helped me. If I didn't have her, that would have been. People total. come into your life for reasons, seasons, a thousand percent. and lifetimes. So mm-hmm. she was your, she was your reason. A thousand percent. And she, she just like, she totally saved my life that whole year. But then come April of 2021, we lived in Oakland and the neighborhood at the time when I had moved there was like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't the best neighborhood in Oakland, but it wasn't really terrible. But then as the pandemic went on, it got worse and worse and worse. So then at the end of March of 2021, my roommate and I were home as a stray bullet came through our apartment. What? How about that for a zigger? Yeah. No, come on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we were, she was in the living room. I was in my bedroom and Oh my we gosh. thought that she thought that it was a firework that had gone past the window. Cause it, there's been, there were fireworks. We heard gunshots all the time. So it was just like, she just assumed it was a firework and I went to sleep and I woke up to all these text messages. She went in her bedroom and she saw that a bullet had gone through her window, hit her closet and had it not stopped, it would have gone through to my room. So yeah, a stray bullet went right through her bedroom when like, thank God she was in the living room and I was in my room. Oh my so God. we, okay. We were both I, we were both planning on moving out, but time that, to move. <laughs> that Stefan that definitely sped up the process. So we were already in in planning on moving, but then it was like we got to go. We're putting in our thirty days, but those thirty days, like we were still living. We were like sitting, du- felt like sitting ducks in this apartment, just like you know what's going to happen next, like panic attacks, all this stuff. It just like that was like a culmination. It was like this was just like 2020 in a nutshell was like that bullet going through our apartment. So that was kind of like the last straw where I'm like, I need to do something because this is not working out. I'm going to have like completely lose my mind. So I took control of my situation because at the time I I love San Francisco so much. And this whole time I'd been living in San Rafael and then I lived in Oakland for 2020. And then I always wanted to live in San Francisco again, but it always seemed out of my budget, right? Because it's always so expensive. Because because a one bedroom was $9,500. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's too fucking expensive. So, but then come April and because of the pandemic, so many people had moved out. So now there's a ton of inventory in San Francisco and everything is decently priced. I say that in quotes, but decently priced for San Francisco. So I texted Sam and I texted another friend of mine who's like a super savvy businesswoman. And I was like, hey, I saw this apartment. It's $2,300 a month. I don't know if I can afford it. And Sam was like, you can afford it. And my other friend was like, you can afford it. And just like based on what I like, not really knowing all my financials, but it was just like that kick in the pants that was just like, you can do this. Is what Does I it come to. with a bullet in the wall or no? Oh, no bullet. So I moved. No, I moved to the marina because I was like, I'm going to move to a beautiful area that I feel safe. I feel comfortable. And now I have this beautiful apartment that I, I just, it's, it makes me so happy to be here just after that year of fucking garbage shit that just like but ruined my the- life. But conversations that you and I had had was you were like working for a studio. You were like, the studio is not, you know, basically they're just kind of vampiring me. Yeah. Um, And, and you would, I think the zoom classes and what you were doing was kind of building you uh, this confidence for you that you were like, 
shit, like I could do this. Right. And I, you're like, you know, part of the chats that we had had was your goal was to, you know, have your own studio or have some version of that. Um, and so when you would came to me and were like, you know, I really think I want this apartment. I was like, okay, well, how many, you know, you always have to fleece is a good one at this. You got to back into the deal, right? Back in, figure out how many classes you've got to teach, how many asses on the reformer you got to have, you know? And, and that's kind of how I think any business plan kind of comes to play. And it was really fun watching you now fast forward to where you are now. I mean, I get your emails every week, girl. And you're like packed full four or five people yeah. a day. Like it's happening. Yeah. So that was like the other, the other shitty thing that happened around the same time that that bullet happened was the studio that I was working so hard for in 2020 decided that they were going to shut down their San Francisco studio but they didn't bother to tell me first. I found out when they told all the other clients. And so I was like, I was literally at their studio in Palo Alto with a private client and another client texted me when I got out of the appointment. And she was like, so what does this mean for you? And I was like, what? And she was like, check your email. And I like went and checked my, everybody assumed that I had been told that the studio was shutting down, but no, they didn't tell me until they told everybody else. And I'm like, I've been working my fucking ass off this entire year for you. Like basically have been working more than anybody else. And you don't have the courtesy to tell me ahead of time, like what the plan is like. So that was just like a, you know, just like a slap in the face that I was just like, no, you know what? You're closing the San Francisco studio. There are all these amazing clients that have been coming to this space since you reopened and supporting you. And now they need a place to go. So I was like, I need to do something get these clients on my email list, which I had been building all throughout uh, COVID because of the Zoom classes. And I was like, these guys need a place to go. I'm like, give me a month. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get this together so that I can have a space for you guys to come to. And thank God there's this, I, I thank God for all the connections I've made throughout my life, because without them, I wouldn't have ended up here. But one of the girls that I used to manage Pilates studios with Um, at the very beginning of my Pilates adventure, reached out to me and she saw what had happened with the studio and how shitty I was treated. And she was like, hey, I rent space up the street from where you just moved. There's four reformers, four towers, four chairs. And if you want to rent space, I'm happy to pass your name on to the owners. So I was like, and all of this happened within like a month's time. And I'm like, yes, let me do this. And then two other, so the other two studios that I work at, I work at a studio in El Cerrito and I do personal training at a gym um, in Bernal Heights in San Francisco. And both of those jobs, I didn't have to apply for. They reached out to me because of word of mouth. So people had recommended me for those positions and both of them pay me so well. And they all, the owners of both places respect me. They know my worth. They want to make it worth my while to come and work for them. And that's, I feel amazing. Like when I talk about this stuff, it it honestly makes me want to cry because I'm really proud of where I am now. And just like, because of all the shit that I just told you that happened in the last year, it's really difficult for me to like wrap my head around where I am. So make me want to cry. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Becky, for just ruining that moment and good makeup for me. (laughs) So let's, let's dial this back a second though. So, okay. Um, I've literally also never, I've never cried happy tears in my life until like the last four months. So happy it's just tears like, are the best. 
I know. But, but let's but let's take inventory here. So leave your husband, yeah. move to a, a motel in Lombard, uh, oh. go to an Airbnb, end up in an apartment in Oakland, dog is sick, find a roommate with a dog, cool. Yep. Bullet in the wall, move yeah. to the city, studio closes down. I mean, and all of this um, would be challenging anyway. And then let's throw COVID in the mix. Yes. So, <laughs> so how... I mean, COVID, like, I feel like COVID has been all about, like, just stay put. Just, like, stay. And you did anything but just stay put. I couldn't. So, um, (laughs) COVID. How how did you, how did you find the inner strength to, like, just keep plowing forward in a world that had come to a grinding halt? Oh, my God. Honestly, like, I just, like, I'm the type of person who can't just sit around and, like, wait for things to happen I've never like obviously I didn't want to sit around and wait for my boyfriend to maybe take me back in Chicago <laughs> so I took off and um I just like I'm you not- married someone different I'm getting oh right? yeah because I, I, I didn't totally- I didn't get the part where you met somebody new but okay different guy it's not relevant okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't matter anyway I, it doesn't it doesn't matter but um Yeah. I mean, I'm, there were so many times, like I had to take a couple mental health days in 2020 where I was just like, I physically can't get out of bed and I can't go and teach another zoom class today. And everybody is super understanding of that now. Like a couple, I'm sorry, a A couple, couple? (laughs) I feel bad. Like I feel bad because so here's the thing. Like I love my clients so much that like I don't want to let them down and as much as they care about me and I know that they like aren't let down for me it feels like I'm letting them down you know and I never want them to feel that way and they're so supportive and just like so special that like I know they don't feel that way and I'm just really hard on myself so I I don't want to do that to other people I because for me like in my job and during COVID and helping people through fitness was a big support system for a lot of people, you know? So like that, for me, that was really important. And that's what kept me going too, you know? And then like doing the Zoom classes now, that's my workout during the week. So even if I have like that one client who pays every week, I'm gonna show up for her because she shows up for me, you know? So that's that's important. Um, And I just like, I just had to keep going because I know where I want my life to be. I know that, doing Pilates, teaching Pilates is what it's, what it's going to be for me. Like it's my passion, a thousand percent working with people, working with clients. This is what I want to do. So I wasn't going to let sit back and let my career fall off because of a global pandemic. <laughs> so, I just like, I, I, there's, I don't want to start over. Like I'm, I'm was already on this path to be, to be where I want to now that path has sped up significantly, but now I see where it's going, you know? And it's like, if that, if all these things, horrible things didn't happen, I wouldn't be able to see this vision clearly, clearly. And I wouldn't have the confidence I have in myself right now. And honestly, I love that. That makes me literally want to cry because it's that's, what it's, that's what it's all about. Like all the shit, the bad shit, you know, the shit that does not make sense that you're like, how is this my life right now? All that stuff is what builds those tiger stripes that you can go out there and just pounce on the world. And that's what you're doing right now, Becky. 
That's what you are doing, girlfriend. It feels really good. And honestly, therapy is very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) um, If I didn't have therapy in the last year, I would be dead for sure. But like, I mean, honestly, therapy has helped me become who I am today. And my therapist is amazing. And she's helped me work through like all my issues. And she's been there for me. And like, even during COVID, she was like, I know you're not making any money. I'm only going to charge you $60 a session. I'm like, Oh God bless your heart. Cause she just like knew I needed it. And it's just like supportive people like that are why we continue to move. Right. And we continue to do things and like fucking thank God for the people that do that for us. That's the sisterhood of women though. So many women, so many women don't ask for help when they need help. And, and you you seek you seeked it out is seek the word that's a word right you sought it out yes you sought Sought it out out. thank you i knew that didn't that didn't feel right i'm really Um, glad that i'm the smart one tonight thank you (laughs) smart one tonight you also found how amazing for you other women yeah you know the the women brought you together and kept you going every single day because you felt like they needed you. And I think that's really amazing that, you know, you would still get up out of bed every morning and, and keep doing what you're doing because they needed you and you were dedicated. That's what all the nurses are doing now. That's what all the, you know, women needing other women is what makes all of us keep moving forward. We go to work, we do what we do for women. And I think that's really awesome that you're um, expressing that to everyone because it does make a difference when you say, Hey, you know, I know you're down right now, but I could really use a workout or I could really use just to talk. Yeah. You know, it's super, it's so important. And you know what, and that's kind of like the power of, of like fitness in general, because the second you start to move, you feel better. And like, as hard as it is to like convince yourself to do that, once you do it, you feel better. And I know that about Pilates and, you know, getting moving and how so many people needed that during the pandemic as hard as it was to like keep going and like I don't I can't even imagine the people that their job was on zoom you know all day long and then they still found an hour to get back on zoom to work out like I wouldn't if that was me I wouldn't have done it you know but like so like I'm impressed that people still would show up every day so of course I'm going to show up every day for that but I think also talking about fitness and like how how it is easy to make excuses about why you're not going to do the fitness but like Fleece and I have kind of been on a fitness journey over the last few years and it's totally changed our lives just with being a consistent part of our every single day and how shitty we I know I'll speak for myself like I don't feel good if I don't do my Pilates in the morning. You can like, speak for me too in that world. But I will, you know, I, I just speak for you often. Uh, let's be clear. Um, but I think that there's something to be said about that, that one hour that you give yourself. And as women, being that we do so much shit all day long for everyone else, like literally giving yourself just that one hour, making that time, whether it's a walk, whether it's yoga, whether it's, you know, Jen, you walk every day, don't you? I do. You, you, Mm -hmm. that's her deal. She likes to walk. So we all have our thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but so many women don't give themselves that because they feel guilty or there's other things um, that come up. Oh, please. There's always 46,000 other things we could do in that hour. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, I mean, are you finding that more and more women are giving themselves that 
time or are you still finding that people need that nudge to kind of no so here's the like beautiful thing that's coming out of a global pandemic so now people are realizing like hey i'm speaking for the clients that i have personally and like people doing personal training sessions and people doing i see a lot of private clients in um, the east bay where i work too so now people are realizing like after a year of not moving like hey my fitness is actually really important to me if it costs costs x amount of money i can see the value that it's bringing me so i will pay to take a private session to work one-on-one or to even just like come to a small group class but like after a global pandemic you're not trying most people aren't trying to go to a group class of 30 people and work out in a room in masks like no that's not ideal right now so what I see for the future of like my studio going forward is small group classes. And honestly, that's the way Pilates should be taught anyways. So that's kind of my focus. And like, it's a beautiful thing that people are realizing that paying money for their fitness is worth it to them because it makes them feel better. Well, and it's not even just the fitness, it's the mental health and, totally. and to, to uh, have permission to give yourself that gift. Yeah. If that if that comes out of this pandemic for for more people than had it before, then I I call it a win. A thousand percent. Masks aside. Yeah. The mental health of movement. I like that. It is good. Um, Becky, before we go, I want to, I want to have you in like one minute or less explain the importance of Pilates and why people are so afraid of it and why they shouldn't, because we know, that it's the greatest thing ever. Yes. Go, go. Okay. Pilates is, (laughs) it's literally the perfect exercise. So it's accessible for anybody, including people with injuries, regardless of age, sex, gender. It's perfect for everybody, literally everyone. It's modifiable. You can see progress if you stick with it. It's precise, but it's precise for a reason. It makes your spine more flexible. It strengthens your core. It strengthens the very foundation of your body with your feet, which in turn strengthens everything up the chain of the body. So it's very focused. It's very specific, but it's amazing and it will change your body and it will change your life. So any imbalances that you have, Pilates can fix it. I just want to add too that I did Pilates all the way through both my pregnancies, literally up until the day before I delivered. So I was full nine months pregnant. And I was still in the studio. I I went to a studio in San Francisco down uh, in the mission area, but I was in every week, literally, I remember being there the day before. In fact, some woman who was in the studio at the same time, she said, when do you do? And I said, oh, tomorrow. (laughs) But again, yes, modifiable, uh, modifiable registers with me because my, my trainer did have to do a lot of modifications, the bigger I got, but, um, but it, it, felt good to to do it and it, it made the recovery so much easier yeah it probably made your the birth part easier too that's a that's a story for another episode that's but um but episode. i will say i will but, say uh, I, I will tell you i recovered very quickly and it, i know it was because i was doing that all the way through the pregnancies yeah so pilates is it, 
you have to find a good instructor. That's the thing. I mean, that's with any fitness, just make sure that your instructor knows what they're doing and they're fully comprehensively certified because that's the only way that they're going to be helpful to people with injuries and things like that. Because I've worked with so many different clients through their injuries that I can look at a body and see what's wrong with it. But if you have some, there's a lot of Pilates instructors, again, in quotes out there that go through a weekend worth of training. Oh. And they're not going to be able to keep a nine month pregnant woman safe throughout Pilates exercise. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So just find the professionals, pay them what they're asking because they're worth it. They are worth it. Well, Becky, it's been wonderful having you join us tonight on Inspired. And Samantha, Stacy, and I really want to thank you and our listeners for joining us uh, today. And um, if anyone would like to reach Becky, how would they find you? Um, I actually, my website is up and running. Um, Good for you, girl. Thank you. It's BeckyLangPilates.com. Um, but they can also reach me. Uh, my email's so annoying. Okay. Let's do hello at beckylangpilates.com. That would be the best email to reach. Okay. Everyone heard it here. Thank you so much for joining us here on inspired. We hope you took a nugget or two out of today's episode and we will catch you again next week.